0: I present to you the second episode of On Emission: The Interviews, and today we have Nike from Chicago. What's going on, bro?
1: What's good, man? I'm good, man. How about you?
0: Been doing good, blessed, and staying busy with the creative world. Hey,
1: it's good to hear, man. It's um, good to hear.
0: And I'd like to thank you for coming. Where you based out right now, by the way? Uh, so I'm in Ohio. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, close to Cleveland, okay. so I'm about 30 minutes south of Cleveland. Um, okay,
1: that's what's up. That's what's up.
0: Yeah, I'm up there like up, all right? the time. So six, 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 six. It might be my new home. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, so these are like unprecedented times, and I'm just wondering, like, have you changed anything? Like, how you make your music? Traveling? How's that going during the pandemic?
1: Uh, I'd say. You know, my, my creative process has pretty much been the same since the pandemic hit. Uh, I really make all my music at home first. And then I usually go to a different studio to record music. So the pandemic has actually kind of helped me because I'm not really traveling for work anymore. I used to fly to like New York every week to go meet clients and stuff. But now I'm just like at home on a laptop all day. So like as soon as I get off work, I can just do whatever I want, make music, you know. So I'd say it's actually kind of helped because I'm at home more and I have all my equipment with me. So anytime I have some ideas pop up in my head, I could just quickly record them. I don't have to wait until the weekend to, you know, make them and then listen to them again. So, yeah, I'd actually say it's, the pandemic has helped me a little bit in the creative aspect.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. And I see you have some great, um, like, branding, which I respect can you touch a little bit on the branding side of things?
1: Uh, funny you say that because I really just do everything myself. All all the, like like the promo for all the music, the pictures, everything is, it's my idea, but I have like people help me, you know, bring those ideas to life. So as far as branding, it's not, it's not something that I really think about, but it's definitely something I need to work on. But, yeah, everything I do is 100% me. So I respect yeah.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you're just making it happen. Yeah. Is respectable. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, so you do a lot remote. Um like do you feel like um this pandemic will definitely um help you in the long run?
1: In the long run, uh Who knows, to be honest, I feel like in terms of going out, networking with more artists and meeting more people who, you know, could help with the creative aspect, it's kind of hindering in that department. But in terms of actually creating music and putting it out there, I think it will actually help in the long run. But who knows how long this is going to last, you know, I'm hearing... Two or three more years until everything goes back to normal. So I don't know, man. I would like to get out there and perform. You know, do more performances because that's not something I'm great at at the moment. Uh, so in the long run, if if this pandemic continues going the way that it is, it's not going to be very good. Not going to get the opportunities to perform in different places and stuff like that. But uh, who knows, man? I, I I definitely feel like I'll be making more music during a pandemic though. So. As long as we're in the pandemic, you can be rest assured I'll be making music, so.
0: And there's, um, it's like a land grab for the um, people that are hungry, so um, I, res- yeah. I see what you're doing and, you know, I know that you're taking advantage of the opportunities that you have, which I, I really respect that.
1: Appreciate, for sure, for sure.
0: So for those who don't know, who is Nike?
1: Who am I? Uh I am a 24-year-old London-born Nigerian artist who loves to make UK influenced music. Uh I'm also very interested in business and finance. So that's part of my day-to-day job. That's what I do every day. Um Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the most brief overview I could give you. I'm I really just want to spread the UK sounds with the rest of the world, uh, specifically America, since I live here. I would like to see you know, one day all this UK-influenced music like Garage, Grime, uh, Drill, which is popping off right now. I'd love to see it flourish all over the world. So that is kind of what I'm doing. I make music for fun, but I'd also love to you know, get out there and have people vibe with things that they might not be familiar with, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah. Bringing that uh, influence here, I feel like a lot of people are uh, gonna, you know, be listening to your music for a very long time. So you think? I think that would so. be good. Yeah. Hey, that would uh, be
1: good. That's you, the plan, to be honest.
0: Um, and and the fact that you know you're you're 24, it's amazing. Already, see yeah. getting after it.
1: Yeah, I have to, man.
0: Um, I have to. I wish I
1: started when I was younger. You know. Started putting, I only started putting music out two years ago. So when I was 22, but I've been making music since I was like 17, 18, but I just didn't put it out there back then because I was just getting started. I wasn't that great. So, but I wish I had started you know, way earlier in my teens so that by now I'd have progressed a way a lot more, but it is what it is. We work with the time we have. So.
0: You're putting in the practice.
1: Exactly. Like, practice hours, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Always, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and I like how true you stayed yourself, um, you know, not necessarily letting, um, you know, you're, you're, you're staying, you're, you're bringing what you can to America.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. People uh, ask me questions like sort of think about the lingo that I use have you ever thought about changing my accent to you know, fit what Americans are used to hearing? But I was saying like the other day, if I start conforming to different types of sounds just so people can relate to it, then I'm not really being myself, you know? So yeah, I'm always gonna be myself in my music. Um, the day I stop doing that, I'll just stop making music, you know what I mean? So.
0: You just released King's Drive. Uh, has that new project resonated with uh, new fan bases?
1: Uh, I'd say it's definitely helped a little bit with uh, my presence in Chicago because I featured only Chicago artists on there. So it's definitely helped get a little buzz in Chicago. Um, and I've also been getting pretty good playlist in, in the UK because I have some garage tunes on there. So. I def- I would say, yeah, I am getting, I am touching into a, a new fan base. I think uh, definitely a lot more people heard this project than my last one already, and it's only been like four days. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty good.
0: How how do you like um, how do you like being in Chicago? Uh,
1: I like it. I like Chicago. Chicago is a cool city. It's very diverse. Um, there's a lot of young millennials out here who are you know getting into their professional careers. So it's good for networking. There's a lot of talented uh, individuals out here as well in terms of music. um, There's a a lot of like open mic events going on out here and really good studios and artists that originated from here. So yeah, I really like Chicago, it's it's cool. Um, I'm not sure how long I'll be out here for though. uh, I might move to a different state soon just to explore more of America, but Mm -hmm. Chicago, I, I, I really like Chicago
0: because you're also doing um like you do uh, work in Atlanta too I saw uh,
1: yeah so my parents I actually lived in Atlanta for seven years and then after I graduated college I came to Chicago so my parents stay out there so I go back there often you know yeah. I have a bunch of friends over there that I see okay. uh, I have some artist friends that I work with out there as well. So I'm always going back there. And yeah, yeah, this Atlanta is like my second home.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, because it's like cool because it's just such a different culture, Atlanta. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, um, it's cool because then you can like be closer to the South. Mm -hmm. And because the Midwest is like way different.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what, that's the vibe I'm getting as well. So, and the weather is completely different as well. The food is different. The people are different, you know. But it's it's good on both sides. I think it's it's giving me uh, insight until to see you know what America as a whole is like. Because you know, in London, London's a small place, even though it's very diverse. But the culture is pretty much the same. So you can't really branch out to see different stuff. But in America, you can drive four hours away and be in a completely different environment. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it, 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 it's good.
0: Yeah, so on the, um, the project King's Drive, it was nine It is nine tracks. How was the uh, process of creating this um, project? Did you make this project all within Chicago? Or did you uh, go down to Atlanta? Talk a little bit about uh, the process of making King's Drive?
1: Yeah, so one of the reasons I actually named it King's Drive is because I actually live on King's Drive in Chicago. And all the songs on the project, I made them in my apartment during a pandemic because there was nowhere else to go, nothing else to do. So I've been stuck in the house making music. So yeah, like everything I made at home, um, everything was recorded, mixed, mastered in Chicago. Uh, And yeah, it kind of just contributed to why there's only Chicago artists on that project as well because that's where I was when everything was created. So those were the resources that I had and those were the people that I actually wanted on the tape as well. So yeah, everything was done here and that's kind of, that's actually why it's called King's Drive.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that a lot though. It's got some real identity to it. Um, so really um, within like, so I was like listening to your music And I really felt practice hours because you said what's needed to be said, like people can expect to be rewarded, people expect to be rewarded before, you know, they put all their work in. But like you said, in uh, practice hours, light work, put way over 10 of my craft, that's money and hours. And I'm still at this nine to five suit and tie in the office. Isn't it funny (laughs) how if I don't touch the mic every day that I feel jobless, like that is amazing, bro.
1: Yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> I'm surprised you just...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true though, isn't it? Like, I've invested a lot of time into music and resources, of course. And I'm not seeing crazy results, but I'm seeing small results, you know? And there's yeah. people out there who get in a studio one time, make a song and I think they're just going to like blow up and they're going to get all this, you know, recognition and all this stuff. But it really doesn't work like that. If you, if you look at like all the big people in the industry, they'll tell you all the work that they put in, crazy work, crazy hours, all this stuff. So God be willing to sacrifice. So that's what that song is about, so.
0: Yeah, I feel yeah. it. Um, so do you plan, like once kind of the, um, like, are you gonna continue just to record in, in home or do you have plans on getting, um, you know, out to some commercial studios?
1: Um well I actually I record like the songs at first I do demos first at home and then I go to our actual studio and then re-record and mix and master the, those studio's except from one song on the project people know I recorded that in the apartment and then just sent it off to go, to get mixed and mastered but I think I'll always make music at home first because this is where I'm most comfortable and my ideas just come easier when I'm in my own space. So yeah, Every I think every song, well, not every song that I've made, but most of the songs I make, I make them at home. And then it gives me time to listen to them over and over again, tweak things here and there. And then before I decide, yeah, this is, the, this is I, I actually want to put this song out. Then I'll go to a commercial studio, mix it, master it, and then I'll put it out. That's just kind of how I work.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's a good um, formula. Um. So were you on, like, have you got onto Clubhouse yet?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was on a couple of, I was on, I've been on Clubhouse for a few months, I think. But I've started using it way less. I only, I don't even join rooms anymore. I, at first I was using it for like um to play my music to people and, and see what they think. But I've, I've stopped using it now because I just think it's a bunch of random people they are just talking now, but that's just me. <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah. that's kind of the vibe i got because i wasn't sure like i'm on it but like i don't know
1: yeah i think it it could be good for networking uh if if you're willing to put yourself out there uh me i'm not i'm not really the type of person to like join a room request to be on stage and start talking you know so i don't think that app is really for me i think i'll do better like in a space with people where i can just you know walk up and communicate face to face being in a room with like a hundred people it's not really for me I can't see anyone's face it's, it's just not the same but I think it is, it's good for networking though I did the time I, I was using it efficiently I was I did make a few uh, friends on there that I'm still speaking to today that's helped me out with music in some way so it, it can definitely be good I think
0: yeah it's it's almost like a, a, a big campfire. Like, everybody gets around Mm -hmm. the campfire and and, and says their piece.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, It's a a good idea.
0: So two weeks ago, you dropped G-O-Y-F off your new project, the video. Um, I liked how you started it in the car, which was really, you know, creative. And then Mm -hmm. how you started the video. And then, like, how is the process of making that video? Um, Was there, like, a lot of planning that went into it or... Yeah, there was a lot of planning.
1: That. Uh, so I'm gonna be straight up with you, man. That video was 120% my friend Jessica Pittman's idea. She did she came up with every concept you see in that video, she came up with it. I kind of just told her to do what she think is best, and I'll just follow along. So yeah, she took a while to you know come up with a treatment for the video. Um and yeah, like I think I only The only idea I had in that video was, there's a part where I say shout out Sims, shout out Jazz. And I'm on FaceTime with two different people at once. That's the only thing I was like, okay, I I want this in the video. Everything else was 100%. My friend, Jessica Pittman, she directed it. Uh, Everything, like the girl's outfit was her idea. Uh, The color of the car, she wanted it to be black, all that stuff, so shout out to her. I kind of let her just run with it.
0: Shout out, Jessica
1: yeah 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 she did a good job
0: that's amazing um yeah it's cool to be around creative minds and Mm -hmm. and just uh create yeah Um, yeah yeah. do you have any more plan do you have any plans for uh any videos in the near future
1: yeah i'm planning i'm currently planning uh to shoot the again song with uh and jesse 5k so hopefully we can get that sorted out this month and then probably drop it March or April, or something like that. But I think that'll be the last video for that project I'll do. So only two videos for that project, nothing yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would just uh, like to say thanks for coming on today, bro.
1: Oh yeah, of course man, and, thanks for inviting me.
0: Um, always, uh, where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, I think I use I use that app the most. Uh, Nikegram, N A I K E G R A M, and I'm also on Twitter, but I don't use it as much. Uh, it's Nike, I T S N A I K E. Uh, yeah, those are the two social apps that I, I really use, and then of course there's my YouTube channel, just Nike, and yeah. Okay. You can add me on there,
0: and uh, I'll have the links in the description as well. Um. But anything that you'd like to say to the people?
1: Uh, I appreciate everyone who, you know, has given King's Drive a listen. Uh, it took a lot of work to put it together, a lot of uh, going back and fixing stuff. So I appreciate everyone who's, you know, at least giving it one listen. Uh, music is kind of discouraging that sometimes, but, you know, I still have a lot of fun making it. So I really appreciate it when people support it, so yeah if you haven't heard it go listen to it now it's very uk influenced with chicago features i think it's very different and yeah
0: and it had a uh, Skepta feel to it oh you think so yeah i thought about Skepta when i heard That's that, your music for the first time
1: yeah he's one of my favorite artists so i'm glad you said that i actually use i use some of his ad-libs sometimes when i'm making music yeah. So it kind of makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome, though. Uh, You're doing great, man.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you, man.